I'm at Camden BRI with Emma De Arwis, Hygiene Specialist and Quality Management Systems Specialist, Richard Leathers, and we're discussing the Global Standard for Food Safety, BRC Issue 7, and particularly the hygiene aspects of it. So Richard, what are the biggest problems that companies are facing with the standard and hygiene? Yeah, the standard came out in January of this year with the first audits in July and the results from the first audit show that five out of the ten most common non-conformances for sites are from the hygiene uh, region. The first one that we come to of those is 411, which is a new clause um, about cleaning and that says that the premises and equipment should be maintained in a clean and hygienic manner. So, Emma, what, what are the problems with cleaning related to 411? Well, the company needs to have in place a documented cleaning um, procedure. They also have, need to make sure that it's validated and they can verify that during production that, or just after cleaning that their cleaning is sufficient. How would they validate and verify that? So we can carry out verification using ATP swabs. So ATP stands for adenosine trisphosphate. It's in all living cells. When you swab the surface after cleaning, you should find reduced levels of ATP. The next clause of concern is 461, which is about equipment and its maintenance. And that says that all food processing equipment shall be suitable for the intended purpose and shall be used to minimise the risk of contamination of product. So Emma, how is that a problem for manufacturers? Well, not only is this a BRC clause, it's also part of the regulations that food produced should be safe. That means it shouldn't be injurious to health. So in a lot of cases, the food equipment is perhaps designed that is difficult to clean. People spend a long time cleaning surfaces, uh, taking pieces apart to clean sufficiently. It's important that we have food processing equipment which is operationally safe for people to use. There's a lot of guidance from different um, standards, British standards, and also from EHEDGE, so the U European Hygienic Engineering Design Group. There's about 45 guidelines in total in relation to hygiene design of equipment. The next clause, 449, talks about doors, and it says that doors should be maintained in good condition. But it's more than that, isn't it, Emma? Yes, doors can be both sources and vectors of cross-contamination. When we're talking about cross-contamination, we'll be talking about physical, chemical biological and allergenic. Doors themselves can be a source and a vector of cross-contamination where hands come in contact with doors, pushing them open. Also the doors themselves should be suitably sealed, they need to be easy to clean. They also need to ensure that they're not spreading contamination to other areas. How can that cross-contamination happen? Cross-contamination may happen due to the people passing through the doors on the touch plates. Also, in relation to pooling water, for example, the doors that go from the floor to the roof, they can spread contamination upwards and then the contamination can drop onto products passing below the doors. The last clause that we're going to look at is 434, which again is a new clause and it's particularly um, important with the new ambient high care zoning that uh, has come in with BRC version 7. And the clause 434 says that the movement of personnel, raw materials, packaging, rework and or waste shall not compromise the safety of products. Emma, can you talk us through that one? Yes, it's important. All of the sources and vectors of cross-contamination. The sources may be the, the floor, the drains and personnel themselves. They can lead to cross-contamination through the different practices within the food area. If the floors are quite wet, this can um, spread contamination through splashing. If there's any rework, there is possible cross-contamination that can be spread to the uh, product. Also in relation to waste removal, 
The personnel need to understand that when removing waste from the food production area, they need to be aware that they can become contaminated themselves and need to understand the um, good hygienic practices such as removing gloves, washing hands straight after removal of waste. What about the transfer of products between the various zoning areas? Yes, exactly. There's a lot of movement of raw materials to different areas um, and finished goods to um, lower risk areas. It's important to remember when you're transferring these products to the lower risk areas, you may be bringing contamination back to the higher risk areas. Also, the items used to move around the factory, such as trolleys and tote bins, could be spreading cross-contamination. It's important to minimise cross-contamination. Is that relevant for the flow of water as well and cleaning equipment? Also, yes, exactly. Cleaning equipment can be contaminated. It's important that cleaning equipment is colour-coded and kept in the areas specific for use. And so if anyone's got any questions, they can come to you, Richard, regarding the quality management systems aspects and to you, Emma, regarding the hygiene aspects. Richard Leathers and Emma de Alwis, thank you both very much indeed.